It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's high time. We had a high time. Together. Together. Yes, it's high time. We had a high time. I'm trying something new this week. For your listening pleasure, you can tune in to the podcast 77 Smoke Sesh with my guests, Catherine and Mike. It's big talk around Bud. So if you're a pot nerd, you're going to love it. If you are trying to figure out this cannabis for wellness thing, you can just be a fly on the wall and listen to how we're thinking about cannabis and living an optimized life. Can you hear yourselves okay? I can hear myself, yeah. 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 Okay. I don't know what it is. It feels good. It feels good in my ears. Hearing like, I also, because I'm, um, my hearing is not great. So to hear it this way in my ears, it feels good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I know what you mean though. You know, I... I get some weird popping sensations in my ears. Oh, that's interesting. Because I have my hearing feels a little weird. Mm. I told my coach, my epigenetic coach. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't have a workout coach. I have a genetic coach. Oh, and what does that entail? I want to hear about that. Yeah. That sounds very interesting. Yeah. So I had several panels run for my optimum health program. So I had, you know, my DNA tested yeah. and then I had a panel done on sleep and supplementation and Word. my endocannabinoid panel. Oh, yeah. I saw you created some content around that yeah. too, like your endocannabinoid profile and mm-hmm. stuff. That's cool. So I was able to learn that I metabolize THC faster mm. than most people and I have fewer CB1 receptors. Okay. In but general, overall? It, yes, overall. But there's something about the 
receptors in my brain or something. So it, it's just like a perfect storm of like cannabis is optimum for me. Yeah. THC and you knew that. Is, you're like, yes. I knew it. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where you're spending, you know, a decent amount of money, but it will tell you things like the things you're either yes, the things that I'm doing is working for me. Mm -hmm. Or like, hey, you have the gene for this, mm -hmm. like mine, dementia. Dementia sure. ran in my family. Sure. So it's something I inherently, that was the main reason I was, wanted to do it. Did they, was this also um, like a nutrient breakdown, like a micronutrient breakdown as well and things like that? So like, you know, saying your body produces less, dopamine like my body like i have that production naturally is less on me so i should have more sex work out more mm. i ha do things to boost more my natural or like production yeah i'm probably answering around your question because i probably just can't answer it directly so you may deduce your answer well part, okay part of it i guess because alzheimer's and dementia well dementia more than alzheimer's but they tend to there were three Travel specific together. genes mm. that they looked at. And so you look at, you know, how is that gene expressing for you? Like what allele is present? And so based on that, you are more likely or less likely that this would happen. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I had two of those three genes in an expression that would suggest that if I continued just living my life blindfully through, I would develop dementia like my grandmother's. Mm -hmm. Instead, I know I have this information so I can make a concerted effort to cut sugar out of my diet or to right. change the types of fats that I'm eating. Variables going in. And <laughs> yeah. making sure I'm feeding my brain yeah. the certain supplements that I need to help with my brain health. And so I'm now doing all of those things, and I feel very confident that I'm changing the trajectory sure. of Absolutely. my long-term health and wellness yeah, I love that. by, you know, being proactive. Yeah. Right on. That's something well. I feel that you can feel as well. You know, you can feel your progression in terms of your health or your mental state, like your energy oh, levels, absolutely. you know what I mean? Yeah. How, how much more capacity, patience you have. Yeah, yeah, capacity in terms of, like, work and, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I think that it's so interesting because I think that a lot of times, like as we age, people accept like this conditioned response of this is old age. This is how it feels. Mm -hmm. Parenting is tiring. Teaching is tiring. Like, and it's these conditioned ideas and re responses that were these messages that we're telling ourselves that don't have to be true. You know what I mean? They right. don't have to be true. Like the older I get fucking, the more connected I feel, the more alive I feel, like the more energetic I feel, the, the wiser I feel, the more, you know, connected. And I think that when we can start changing those conversations in our minds, then we can find all the tools that we need to then optimize. You know, the same things do not work for me that used to work for me when I was 25, now that I'm 35. And that's fine. Now I know the things that work for me. Yeah. We evolve, we adapt, we evolve, we adapt, but we don't have to accept this conditioned idea of like, I'm getting older, I'm tired, like gaining weight is like a part of like the age, you know, it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> if you for want, you. If, for, if you want to narrate that, okay. When did that start changing for you? Like that narrative in your head? Was that, was it around? Cause I, I think oftentimes in terms of purpose, yeah. right? So like how long ago did you start doing your dinners and how long ago did you really start exploring 
this space where it's like, oh, you know what? I can live a more optimized life and I can start doing the things that, you know, I, I want to do that give me this purpose as well as joy. I think, um, I think they come in hand, purpose and joy, but I think purpose sometimes comes before joy, but you felt this yeah. thing to do yeah. something. And part like. of that was just me getting high all the time and, and starting to explore my mind and starting to realize like the different conditioned messages that I held about almost everything about my life, about using cannabis, about relationships, about um, just like rigid ways of thinking around like um, exercising, around nutrition. Like I would get really obsessed with a plan. Like yeah. I have a planning mind. I have this type A, follow the rules, do the right thing, get 100% on the test. Well, and <laughs> I, I have that doer mindset. So it's the same thing. And but, it can help. But mine was, okay, I'm doing all of these things at work. And then I would come home, get high and start having these more expansive thoughts about and how ideas. can I do these things mm -hmm. where it's more fun? Yes. Or like, I fucking hate doing CrossFit. Why do I keep <laughs> yes, going to CrossFit? Yes. yes. Why do why? <laughs> yes. And then you keep like, and even just for me, like in relationships, people are like, so, oh, so when are you having a baby? When are you having a baby? When are you having a baby? I'm like, whose idea is this? I, my, my gut is saying, I want to barf. <laughs> I need to take a shit. I don't like that idea. But everyone else is asking me this question and whose voice is it? Is it mine or is it theirs? And so as I can like started to explore myself through cannabis, through, I guess, like mindfulness, kind of a lot of self-exploration, I started to realize, oh, all these voices and ideas, they were given to me and some of them I align with and some of them I don't. And the ones that I don't, I can let go of now. Yes. I can let go of now. And so I can start to explore differently. Like, what does it mean? Like, I used to feel really anxious about like when I was supposed to reproduce and have a baby, but I think at 35, like, you know, what I mean? now I'm like, would be at risk, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And now I'm just kind of like, sweet. I am entering like the <laughs> second chapter of my life. And not only am I, um, older, I'm also wiser. I have more experience. I know what I like. I know how to spend my time, energy, money. Um, and I can now use that to optimize. I don't have to like now be at a period of my life where I've just accepted this conditioned idea and role that I have to play for the rest of my life, you know? And I think that's what feels so scary. And well, and I tell my sisters all the time, like seeing how my parents are dealing with aging or how, what they think about aging, or, you know, just the decisions that they've made. And, you know, they're an example. I've seen them from, you know, birth until now, yeah. how they've lived, what their habits are, what they eat, and the things they're dealing with, and how often they go to the doctor and all of the things. And I'm just like, great. Thank you for showing me that. I, I love, love that you, model. but that's yeah. not the model I'm going to use. Yeah. And choosing a different life and yeah. choosing to yeah. give up alcohol and... You know, I mean, I still drink occasionally, but sure. I just, it's not my preferred method of consumption. I think that part of it is like when you start to develop a relationship like with your body and your mind and like your heart or, and or spirit, um, you get feedback and you know what feels good and you know what doesn't feel good. And for me, having a hangover the next day and literally not being able to function, like not being able to make the obligation of whether it was social or professional or, you know, I wouldn't give to my ideas if I'm hungover. You know what I mean? I wouldn't give to my creativity or my work. And making that uh, connection of like this substance, whilst it is widely accepted and used for most of us, 
it doesn't make me feel optimal. And this one that has like a little more social taboo does like Mm -hmm. I'm getting the feedback from my body. It's telling me like, Hey, look at all the work you produced. (laughs) Look at all the amazing connections you made. Like, um, and that was all while high. You know, like not killing brain cells. Yeah. Which is something that I have to be mindful about. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's. Yeah. Yeah. And And I do have the, I will say, I do have the short term memory loss gene for the cannabis thing, which also now I have to think twice about before I'm doing public speaking or something like, okay, so. We should have that CBD joint instead yeah. of the THC yeah, joint before no. you go on stage. And so it's that great you- to be so specific mm-hmm. and to know that for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. that's really powerful. I think that knowledge, too, of what the difference is, is very lost on mainstream people. CBD and THC, I'm talking specifically. You know, because a lot of the yeah. stuff that people talk about is THC specific. You yeah. know, they don't understand the benefits of CBD and how it works and you know, the non-psychoactive elements of it that really, really benefit us. Well, and, you know, this wellness craze in this country has turned CBD into a multi-level marketing machine, which grosses me (laughs) the fuck out. I'm going to do a specific episode on that and... We were talking if about I see that the other day. Seed oil <laughs> on a bottle of CBD, something. I'm like, oh my god, those two things have nothing to do with mm-hmm. each other. We were talking about it today, just how um, annoyingly frustrating it is, oftentimes, to have people like come into the industry that aren't. They don't use the plant. They don't, you know, benefit from any. It's just a, a financial thing because mm-hmm. of a popularity thing. And it's like, I don't know. I get it. It's business, but there's something yeah. deeper about it. That, you know, the community that truly appreciates, understands that well, and is lost. Yes, because that's part of our job as cannabis Sherpas. Yeah. Is to make sure people understand the importance of craft cannabis and how important it is to support people in the cannabis community yeah. that are in it for the right reasons yeah. and that yeah. have a really good yeah. message. And part of that, I think, is just being like... um just an informed consumer. It's like the way that you ask about like your food, like where did it come from? Like how mm-hmm. is it grown? We can seek all of that information from each other and ask each other those questions. Have you the show Portlandia? Yeah. That one episode where they go into the <laughs> restaurant and like the chicken has a name and like, you know, it's heritage <laughs> and papers and stuff. So the cannabis farmers in the Emerald Triangle they're creating craft cannabis. They're smaller yeah. farms. And have you wa- visited? Yes. Oh, yes. I've been in fact oh, I've got another visit. trip back in May. <laughs> yes. Well, we'll Hence have to plan, to the we'll plan yes. something. We're gonna have to plan a visit. We're gonna have to plan a travel An event. When you yes. come to New York and when we come back, I would love to like meet more people in this space. We would love, we would both love Oh, to. totally. Yeah. But this one particular farmer sent me a picture the other morning and it's my name on, and I'm just like, I, I don't know what I'm looking at. And then he sends me another shot, and he has each of his plants in the, a planter, and each of the planters is named. Oh, and so I immediately thought of the, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so or a plant's named a after plant you. plant will be named after me, That's yes. That's awesome. beautiful. So I'm like, yeah, I thought of Portlandia and the chickens. And I I'm like, that. see, in the kid of his face, we can do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I love that. All right. Well, I don't want to keep you from your duck. <laughs> thank you so yeah. much. And thank you for this blood orange. It's really delightful. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yes, and it's kind of cerebral, nice feeling. I feel like I 
ready to be with my senses. <laughs> All right. Yes. Thank you, Siobhan and the Gross Sisters at Bless Coast Farms for this blood orange that we that's received what it's called, Bless today. Coast Farms. Yeah, oh, that's that. awesome. Yeah. That really resonates. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah. All right. However, I can support that. I, I want to. Well, we'll take you by there on our Humboldt excursion. Oh, yes, oh, awesome. please, please. We <laughs> have yeah, a little road trip. Yeah. Yeah. Casually Baked, the podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and sound design are in the capable hands of Arnav Gupta. The podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create High Time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, I'm Gary, and I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing of product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one talk at a time.